0: Duncan McLean is the Doctor of Movies. Episode 18 of the Doctor of Movies podcast, I'm Duncan McLean, and today I'm getting my gangster movie on with J.C. Chandor's provocatively titled A Most Violent Year. A Most Violent Year is the third film from writer-director J.C. Chandor, after Margin Call and All Is Lost. While he doesn't enjoy a high profile, Chandor has built himself an impressive body of work as one of those rare beasts a filmmaker who makes movies for grown-ups. My husband is a good man. Don't mistake his honesty for weakness. He deserves respect. This was very disrespectful. Abel Morales and his wife Anna run an up-and-coming heating oil company, but find themselves in a crisis. Someone is hijacking their trucks. Drivers are being beaten, trucks taken and dumped with their contents stolen. The loss in revenue is building and the drivers are scared to go to work. The Teamsters Union is demanding Abel arm his drivers, but he fears escalation. Simultaneously, after a two-year investigation into corruption in the heating oil industry, the District Attorney is ready to start laying charges, including 14 against Abel's company. All of this could not be happening at a worse time, as Abel has committed to an important property deal. He's put down a 40% deposit, everything he has, on a waterfront oil holding facility which will give them direct access to oil tankers and the potential for dramatic growth. He has one month to produce the rest of the money, but between the violence and the pending investigation, the bank that is backing him is starting to get jittery. There were more murders and rapes in this city last year than there have ever been, so if you've come to tell me that we have an urgent security issue here, trust me, I'm aware. The gangster film has always been, in a way, connected to capitalism and this idea of the American dream, the self-made man. While A Most Violent Year is not a straight gangster movie, it possesses many of the characteristics of the genre. It borrows its forms and its tone. We learn that Abel started out as a lowly truck driver himself before building up the money to purchase the small company from his father-in-law, a Brooklyn mobster. Under his determined leadership, the company has grown into an important player, and the pending real estate deal has the potential to turn it into an industry leader, but he has ruffled the feathers of those more established competitors, family businesses in both senses of the word. Abel is a very controlled character, played with great stoicism by Oscar Isaac. A man of vision and optimism in a challenging time, he wants to build his company. There is a great scene reminiscent of something from David Mamet's Glengarry Glen Ross in which Abel teaches some of the new recruits how to sell. Hold eye contact longer than is comfortable. Always take the fancier option. We're never going to be the cheapest, so we have to be the best. But there is something bubbling below the surface. He can be harsh. He can intimidate. He's trying to operate with integrity in a corrupt industry. I spent my whole life trying not to become a gangster, he frustratedly exclaims to his wife. As viewers, we are waiting for his Michael Corleone moment, that moment when he surrenders the high road that he has been so determined to take and resigns himself to becoming what the situation demands he be. But Abel's conviction is very strong indeed. I run a fair and clean business and I will fight to my last breath to prove that. Chandor's screenplay resists the temptation to make everything clear for the audience. We do not know how clean Abel's company really is. We suspect that he believes it is, but we also know that corruption charges are being brought against them, and there is something they're trying to hide. We see that Anna is the one looking after the books, and being a mobster's daughter, she has more flexible ideas about what is right and wrong. She assures Abel that we follow industry standard practices, but he never asks just what standard practice is in a corrupt industry. Anna, played brilliantly by Jessica Chastain, who I think was unlucky not to get an Oscar nomination for this, is the film's most intriguing character. A supportive wife and a dutiful clerk to the outside world She is as driven as he is, and we get the sense that she is exerting more influence over this company than even Abel might realise. She's willing to let her husband try and do things his way, to take the high road, but her frustration is growing. She recognises gang warfare when she sees it, and wants to do whatever it takes to protect what is theirs. Unfortunately, we just don't get enough of this character. You feel like the film is setting up for her moment, but it doesn't actually eventuate. It wasn't your good luck helping you out all these years. It was me. I don't want anything to do with this. There's a slow burning tension to the film and you expect it to ratchet up in the final act, but it never quite gets there. With its clever screenplay, detailed period design and exemplary cast, A Most Violent Year is a very good film which falls just short of being a great one. Four stars. A Most Violent Year is a roadshow film release and is rated MA15 Plus for strong violence and coarse language. As always, if you're enjoying the podcast, it would be great if you could jump onto iTunes and give it a rate and review. There are more reviews up on DoctorOfMovies.com, and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at DoctorOfMovies.